Well, Sixer Nation, we have breaking news. Not one, but two interesting roster cuts this morning. We'll break down all the details and talk about what it means for this team going forward. All that and a whole bunch more on today's show. Let's go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Philly Take with RB, number one show for Sixers fans, always breaking it all down, 24-7 coverage. Hit that thumbs up button, subscribe to the show. We're back with the lunchtime update, and man, it has been an eventful morning. We just need to hop right in to the breaking news. I'll tell you, man, I'm not too happy right now. I'm not too satisfied coming just this morning from Shams Charania. The Sixers are waving guard Isaiah Joe and center Charles Bassey. Sources tell The Athletic, all the Sixers reporters putting this out as well. Uh, man, right off the bat, not one but two. We've been talking all week about this in terms of the Sixers getting down to that 15-man final roster. Who would the cut be? We saw Trevlin Queen get cut a couple days ago. He ended up signing with the Pacers. Best of luck to him. And I think we all anticipated that after seeing Charles Bassey not even make an appearance in the last three preseason games, Sixers had their finale last night. They go 4-0. No sight of Charles Bassey. We're like, okay, he's the one that's probably going to be the odd man out. And it's not his fault. A young, raw talent, right? Uh, Upside, potential, former second-round pick. We thought the writing was on the wall, and it was. You know, Montrez Harrell, you know, has come in here, and, and he fell right into our laps. The legal charges get cleared. Daryl Morey puts his trust and goes and makes a move. We see Paul Reed getting better, improving. He's another guy that's going to have minutes in the rotation. There just wasn't enough room for Charles Bassey. Okay, fine. But then the Sixers go and wave another former second-round pick, another Daryl Morey selection, Isaiah Joe, and I'm not happy about it whatsoever. All right, you know I'm a big Isaiah Joe guy, and I've been talking the last couple preseason games. I've been worried. You know, like, why isn't he getting any burn? First game he comes in, I think he had like 13 points, three threes, nothing in the second game, no minutes, no appearance. Third game he comes in, immediately creates like three feet of separation, hits a big step back three, looks like he's getting more athletic, looks like he's working on his game. And I just feel at many points in his Sixers career, you know, he, he's gotten a little sample size of opportunity and he's at least done something with it. Now, it hasn't been perfect. He did have that big cold stretch last year. I get it. He's also a very raw prospect. But I just thought, given his game, given his shot form, given what he has shown in just a little dose of action, I I just see the potential with Isaiah Joe. And this is very shocking. I did not expect him to get cut. I thought one guy would get up, you know, waved, and then the other guy would end up making the roster. So this is very interesting. This is very interesting. We're going to talk about the financial aspect of it, but... Just off the top of my head, you know, I look at guys uh, on this team, and I think Isaiah Joe has honestly shown more than them. I think he really has. Now, in terms of the financial aspect, shout out to Sean Bernard. <clears throat> he put it out as a summation. He, he pretty much summed it up very well. He says, here's a little bit in the financial aspect behind the decision. Sixers did not view them as players ready to contribute to contending now, and will look for a final piece that is. The $3.3 million opened up could come into play. Obviously. You know, we are a, a hard cap team. And here he says Sixers saved $3.3 million by releasing the two of them, you know, with their contracts. And, and Isaiah Joes was not guaranteed uh, if he was cut by a certain date. 
Teams cannot pass the tax threshold of 156.9 mil at any point this season because we are hard capped. Per spot track, the total hard cap salaries right now after this are at 151.1 million, meaning that the team has 5.8 million under the hard cap if they want to make another move. So at the end of the day, Sixers go above and beyond. They get rid of both of them, and now they have some wiggle room to play with. They have some room to play with. But if I'm being honest, you know, I said this a couple weeks ago, I'm never putting it past Daryl Moore to actually go out here and make a trade. I don't know when it would happen, but Keith Smith, who covers the NBA, look at what he says here. Philadelphia is also in range of getting out of the tax entirely. We know Daryl Morey is never really done tinkering with the roster. I say the same thing. Anytime an opportunity presents itself, Daryl Morey is going to make himself aware and do his due diligence. Now, when it comes to Isaiah Joe, here's the reason I'm really frustrated. Beyond the play, beyond you know the rest of the guys, I understand the business aspect of it. I understand, you know, Isaiah Joe didn't really go above and beyond in his time here, but I still think he showed some potential. What I'm frustrated with is the fact that, in my opinion, Isaiah Joe has shown more than Jaden Springer. He's shown more than Furkan Korkmaz. It's like, we know what we're getting with some of these guys every year. We know what we're getting with Furkan. He did not look productive at all in the preseason. Shake Milton looks like the same guy, essentially. He'll probably get some minutes here and there. Is he ever going to go above and beyond and be that consistent player for a stretch that we need? I don't know. Is he going to be playable in the playoffs? I don't know. And I'm not saying Isaiah Joe is a a piece that is ready to win a championship now and help contribute as a, a playoff role player. What I'm saying is down the line, look at some of these other teams, right? Like they are developing young talent. Look at what the Celtics did last year. You have some of these young pieces. Isaiah Joe can knock down shots. He has a great shot form. Nothing we have to worry about there. Just getting more experience under his belt. He also can play defense. People think he can't play defense for some reason. In college, he averaged one and a half steals per game. We'll look at his stats in just a second. But honestly, in in just a little bit of time and experience, it's sad to me that he's not going to get that chance to try to work it out here. And another reason that frustrates me, you know, Shake Furkan, how about Jaden Springer? Okay, I'm just going to be blunt and say it. Jaden Springer has nothing to offer this team this year in terms of trying to win a championship. The pick didn't make sense. I don't think it ever will make sense. I don't know if he will have a career here. He hasn't really taken a step at all. I saw a little bit of a step from Isaiah Joe. How about in the summer league when we were covering all the games? And I mean, this kid looked like he took a big step. All right. I, I just, it's a tough one for me. It really is. Isaiah Joe to me is more productive than any of those three. And that's just off the top of my head. Again, I'm not trying to play him up like he's the best bench player in the world. All I'm saying is that he has something to offer, and I don't think he got a fair shot at it. Why haven't you been playing him in these preseason games? You know what I think it is? I think it's the fact that, you know, GMs want to try to give their first-round picks. How about Matisse Thibel? You want to give these guys more of a leash than Isaiah Joe, which I don't think is fair because I think Joe uh, has, has at least earned more opportunity I think he's at least played his way into a into another year but Sixers make the tough business decision Isaiah Joe's stats uh so far in the NBA let's take a look at those all right so you know he only averaged nine minutes his rookie year he averaged 11 minutes last year didn't play every game his rookie year he shot 36.8 percent from three last year 33.3 like I said he had that cold stretch but if you remember he actually did have a couple hot games and then Doc Rivers came back I think it was when Doc was out being sick and all 
and he just didn't play Isaiah Joe at all. Like he just went to absolutely nothing for like a month or two. And here in college, you know, in two years, he averaged 15 points a game. He shot almost 38% from deep. He averaged one and a half steals per game. All right, he did different things. He's a, a typical 3 and D guy that can develop in the NBA. He's still very young. And honestly, I think he's going to end up somewhere else. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he ends up with another team. And, and let's just say, you know, he finds a way to make the roster and he comes back. I could see him having a 20-point game against the Sixers. And we're all going to sit here and say, I told you so. Uh, shout out to Kyle Newbeck, put out an article talking about this even more. I want to highlight a couple things that were said in this article. Um, you know, he talked about Bassey, who, again, we expected to go. Now the Sixers, you know, we've been talking about getting down to 15 players. Now they have 14. Are they going to go into the season with 14 players? I know there's something with the cap implication where, it, you know, it could get a little tricky. Um, but are, are we going to bring anyone else in? That's my next thought. You know, is there a trade to be brewing here? Does Daryl Morey have a plan? Because if we go and make a trade, say we bring in a Jay Crowder, you know, we, we ship off another guy or two. We bring in a Jay Crowder, match the salaries. I mean, at, at that point, everything is fine. Everything is healed. Everything is good going forward. We bring in another skilled player. I'm happy. But if this is just a, a clear salary dump to try to create more wiggle room for the future, I'm just not too happy with it. I think Isaiah Joe is going to light it up wherever he goes. But anyway, uh, Kyle Newbeck here, he says, it's Joe who qualifies as the mildly bigger surprise. He had a superior summer showing compared to Bassey, and the skill set fits a more immediate need than backup center. Exactly. We have enough guys. And like I said, you know, Daryl Morey at one point was ready to go with Bassey as the backup, and then he realized what he was in summer league, and Trez fell into our lap. But Isaiah Joe had a very strong showing. Like Bassey, however, Joe did not appear in Philly's preseason uh, finale game against the Hornets, and I was getting nervous about it. Sixers' decision came down to a simple thought process. They are a hard cap team this season, unable to cross the tax apron at any point this season. If they are to make another win now move for a run at a title, odds are they'll be shopping in a class of players making more money than the outgoing pieces. So essentially, just more of a salary dump to try to get more space in there. Joe's salary of $1.8 million was not guaranteed unless he was on the roster as of 10-23. Bassey had a shade of under $75K in guaranteed money, so cutting him will save $1.5 million. $3.3 million in wiggle room is not a lot, but it could be meaningful down the road. There's some interest, according to a source, in bringing back Joe on a two-way deal if it ends up being possible. But, I mean, I, I have a feeling that another team's going to try to pick him up. I don't know about Bassey, but I, I think another team's going to try to take a shot on Isaiah Joe, and I could see him making their roster. Pending other moves, Sixers leave. This leaves the Sixers with a group of 14 for their full-time roster, in addition to the two ways, Champagny and Charlie Brown Jr. and Michael Foster, who is currently on an Exhibit 10 deal. So that kind of leaves us where we're at. I have a feeling something else is going to happen. I don't think we're done at 14. Will it be Jane Springer, Shake Furcon? Who knows? Who knows? But that's all we have for now. I guess we'll wait and leave it there. Give me your thoughts on these cuts down below in the comments section. How do you feel about it? Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Give me all your thoughts. And like always, I will catch y'all on the next one. Peace.